0: Harry Styles has finally dropped the music video for Watermelon Sugar, and it kind of makes me resent summer. Graduation ceremonies are all virtual this year, so we've got songs that need to be on every playlist. And we're talking to Joe Overton, a co-founder of the group Protect Native Elders, about how the coronavirus is ravaging Native communities.
1: The date, May 18th, 2020.
0: The time, music clock. Hello, friends. I'm Hayes Brown.
1: And I'm Casey Rackham. Welcome to News O'Clock.
0: Real quick, before we dive in, we have to make a very important point to one of our producers. He said this morning that pie is the devil's cake and that cannot stand. It just cannot stand. I'm not going to name names. I will protect the semi-innocent here, but he's wrong and should feel bad.
1: (laughs) I told him to leave, but he's still here.
0: He's still listening in. I can see his face on Zoom being wrong. It's terrible. Just the worst.
1: First of all, I don't like frosting, so cake and cupcakes are out the door. Second of all, I love pie. There's so many variations. All of it's delicious. I went to a wedding where there was 15 different pies, and it was the best day of my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's, that seems like too many, but also not enough.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> I think we've proved our point here. So it's time to move on to today's Corona update. Here are three things you need to know today. One, a new potential coronavirus vaccine has shown promising early results. Biotech firm Moderna's new trial was developed in coordination with the National Institutes of Health. In this early trial, dozens of participants were vaccinated and eight of them were measured for antibodies. Here's where the good news comes in. All eight developed antibodies at the same level or higher as people who've had and recovered from COVID-19. Still, not time to like blow out the confetti just yet because it's still not known if this vaccine will protect people in real life. Plus, there's still two more phases of trials we need to test it out on tens of thousands of people just to make sure it actually works. Number two, the president announced this afternoon that he's taking hydroxychloroquine, a drug that the FDA has warned could cause heart complications in patients. President Trump was taking questions from reporters after meeting with the restaurant executives when he dropped this bomb.
2: And you'd be surprised at how many people are taking it, especially the frontline workers, before you catch it. The frontline workers, many, many are taking it. I happen to be taking it. I happen to be taking it. Hydroxychloroquine. hydroxychloroquine? I'm taking it, hydroxychloroquine. When?
0: when?
1: Right that, now, um, yeah. yeah when...
0: A couple of weeks ago, I started taking it. Because yeah. I think it's good, I've heard a lot of good stories. You could hear the surprise in the room when Trump said that, because despite what he just said there, hydrochloroquine is not guaranteed to help treat COVID-19. The U.S. government approved its use in hospitals as a method to treat certain cases back in March, and several clinical trials have started to test its efficacy. But the FDA issued a warning last month that said in non-hospitalized patients, it can, quote, have a number of side effects, including serious heart problems that can be life-threatening, end quote. All right, and finally, number three, there are more COVID-19 tests available, thank goodness, per The Washington Post, but fewer people are lining up to actually take them. After months of issues, the number of coronavirus tests in the U.S. has finally started to rise, with more than a dozen states having more tests available than people taking them. To quote the Washington Post, Utah, for example, is conducting about 3,500 tests a day, little more than a third of its 9,000 tests maximum capacity, and health officials have erected highway billboards begging drivers to get tested for COVID-19. Experts have said that 900,000 tests a day need to be conducted in order to properly trace the virus. A big part of the problem is there are still shortages in protective gear for medical staff, swaps to collect samples, and the chemicals needed to process the tests. Plus, earlier shortages left people unsure of just who qualifies to get a test with the answer still varying widely by state.
1: Yeah, I think that's just like one of the biggest problems right now. There's been so much confusion about who can get the test, where you can get the test, when, why, all these questions. And then on top of that, hearing all these things like, oh, they're not 100 percent effective. So it's just like, why would people be leaving their homes to go get tested unless there's like a clear mandate?
0: Right. Absolutely. And Honestly, all of that propaganda and all the people yelling at us do not get a test unless you think for sure you are dying of COVID-19 kind of sticks with you.
1: All right. It's time for today's good news, bad news. This is where I bring you some of the most heck yes and most oh my God, no stories from around the Internet. Good news! Former One Direction star and current Bicon Harry Styles dropped the long-awaited music video for his hit, Watermelon Sugar, today. The video for Styles' song opens with the words, this video is dedicated to touching. And boy, does touching happen. Harry is on the beach with a dozen 20-somethings eating watermelon and living all of our summer dreams. Bright colors are everywhere. Sun is shining. Even though apparently it was shot in January. As for what the hook "watermelon sugar" actually means, Styles has been coy about that. Even as the internet has had some good guesses. <coughs> Cough. Oral sex. Here's what he said to Apple Music's Zane Lowe last fall about it.
0: Watermelon sugar, which um, at this point is out, and everyone's kind of figured out what it's about. The joys of, you know, mutually appreciated oral pleasure. Mm. <laughs> um, is that what it's about? Is it? I don't know. That's what everyone's saying. I'm sorry. I just nearly died at your cough oral sex, but I I had no idea. (laughs) I had no idea that's what apparently the song was about. I really didn't.
1: Okay. Definitely about it. That was like a rumor a while ago. And then I watched the video this morning and one woman has a literal watermelon in between her legs. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it really is about oral sex. And now you just listen and watch the whole video and you're like, yep, there's no other answer here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, I was not into One Direction when they were out, but Harry Styles' is like post-One Direction career has been really entertaining.
1: Yes. I I also unfortunately miss the uh One Direction boat, but I'm fully as of His appearance on SNL into Harry Styles, 100%. His sexuality is just so fluid and he's so cool. (laughs) His outfits, his nail polish, his essence. I'm actually upset about this every day, but this September, I think it was September, I was supposed to be going to the Harry Styles and Jenny Lewis concert. Uh... And, you know, concerts don't exist anymore, so I'm not going. But this is upsetting to me because they are both by icons. Jenny Lewis is also very clearly one. Yes. And to the bad news Bachelorette star Hannah Brown slipped the N word into an Instagram live stream and she got dragged hard. Brown was singing along to DaBaby's rock star in her stream and out it came.
0: With a pistol on my back, I'm a cop. Have you ever seen a real nigga rock star? It's no good guitarist, no Throw it.
1: She was called out in the comments pretty quickly, and this was how she and her friend responded at the time.
0: I did, I'm so sorry. That wasn't you, that was um
1: Brooke who said that. No, I was singing this I'm so sorry. I was, <laughs> I don't think that you said
0: that. I don't think maybe No, that was Patrick. Yeah, but also it to before
1: Um anyway. But obviously that didn't go over too well with people on Twitter and Instagram calling her apology half-hearted and saying that she needs to actually address the issue. For everyone who didn't watch her season, Hannah was known for speaking her mind and knowing her worth. She really got a big fan base. She was even being considered to be the Bachelorette for this upcoming season of The Bachelorette. Uh, so she would have been it again. And that's just a rumor. But I mean, people love her. And she was on Dancing with the Stars, all this stuff. She's like kept up a pretty good like social media persona. So when I saw this, I was like, oh, Alabama Hannah.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I mean, so many people to this day in the year two thousand twenty think it's still okay as long as you're like singing along with the lyrics and just oh duh. but the fact that she just was like oh it was, was that didn't happen i'm so sorry and that i'm sure really just made people quite upset
1: especially because apparently in the video one of a, a lot of the um, commenters called out that she like didn't say the f word but decided to say the n word
0: oh Oh, well, what the fuck is up with that, I ask? What? I know,
1: like, like she mumbled the N-word, but she still said it instead of the F-word, so that was, like, super confusing, and then exactly to your point, Rachel Lindsay, who is a past bachelorette, the only black bachelorette, went on to Instagram Live, and she did this whole thing where she was just like, no, you can't say it in songs. It is a word that has oppressed black people, and black people can take the word back and have ownership of it, but you may not. <laughs>
0: preach is all I have to say that I'm just nodding very vigorously in front of my microphone right now. All right. When we come back, we've got Native organizer Joe Overton with us to talk about how the coronavirus is affecting Native communities. Stay right there.
1: At SheFit, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your
2: current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022.
1: I'm Eve Rodsky, author of the New York Times bestseller, Fair Play, and Find Your Unicorn Space activist on the gender division of labor, attorney, and family mediator. And I'm Dr. Aditi Narukar, a Harvard physician and medical correspondent with an expertise in the science of stress, resilience, mental health, and burnout. We're so excited to share our podcast, Time Out, a production of iHeart Podcasts and Hello Sunshine. We're uncovering why society makes it so hard for women to treat their time with the value it deserves. So take this time out with us. Listen to Time Out, a Fair Play podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: For my small bookstore to thrive, I can't just sell books. So I created a radio ad at iHeartAdBuilder.com to tell everyone about our author events, our story hours for kids, and our amazing lattes. Now we're busier than ever. I'd call that... success story.
0: A custom radio ad from iHeart Ad Builder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. Welcome back. Since first appearing in the U.S., the coronavirus has hit different communities in wildly different ways. Native communities have been among the worst affected, with 5,200 cases spread out from Arizona to Minnesota.
1: We're joined today by Joe Overton, one of the co-founders of the group Protect Native Elders, which is organizing to help the coronavirus response on reservations and other native lands. Joe is a member of the Shichungu Lakota and is joining us from Utah. Hello, Joe. Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: So, Joe, can you tell us a bit more about how Protect Native Elders came about and how you've been carrying out its mission?
2: Oh, well, it actually started on March 27th a friend of mine, her name is Andy, had said, oh, there," because I was sewing masks. And she goes, oh, you should talk to Tyrone Whitehorse, because he's doing masks for the Navajo Nation. And so I reached out to him on Facebook. It was a message. And we just started talking and thinking, what can we do to help? Because he was specifically giving masks to the elders. And that's kind of where it all started. And it took off like a Plus, we have another arm that reaches into the community for safety and health for the community members, and very specifically the Native elders.
1: You went on lockdown at the start
2: of the crisis. How are things where you are now? Utah's moved to yellow. I, however, am part of the vulnerable population, so I'm not planning on going out yet. COVID is rising more slowly, and is just kind of really getting started on the reservations around the United States. So we expect to see many, many more cases and sadly, a lot of deaths along with that.
0: Yeah, speaking of that, this stat about the Navajo Nation was in a recent BuzzFeed News article. Among 350,000 people on the reservation, there are 3,204 confirmed COVID-19 cases and 102 known deaths to date, according to the Navajo Department of Health. How did we get to a place where we're seeing these kind of numbers on reservations and in other Native communities?
2: Well, it's kind of a interesting, and it's based in a very long time ago because it is actually based on treaty rights that happened in the 1800s. We called it sign or die, and the government said, put down your guns and we will take care of you. And we put down our guns and... Mm, So what eventually came out of it was that the natives were forced to move in closer to where the forts were because that's where the food and things were being dispersed. But along with that was also health care. Ultimately, that turned into Indian Health Services, which is a federal program. Indian Health Services of itself is pretty substandard care. The Abbott Rapid Tester, which has a 48 percent, guess which one IHS is giving to the hospitals on the reservations?
0: Going to go with the Abbott.
2: Right. And it's not their fault. They were, I'm not blaming them for putting it there because they didn't know that. However, I do blame the fact that they have not been recalled. And what will happen is because, say somebody is positive for COVID, and they need to go home. Well, what is their home? Their home can be a one-room hogan on the Navajo Nation. It could be a single wide trailer in many other reservations. How many people are living there? Three, four generations of people. There is no way to isolate or quarantine one person. That is such a privilege to have a room and a bathroom for somebody. And it's not available on the Indian Reservation. So they go home and they then end up giving it to the people that are in their families and the people that live close to them in their communities. Another reason why even like that person, like their family can't stay home is that there isn't enough money to buy two weeks worth of food. They don't have that. So how do you stay home when you need to go to the store just to buy food?
1: Yeah. So the concerns you've, you've listed are even after the federal government set aside $8 billion for those communities, what more can they be doing? What more
2: should and can they be doing? Um, the Rosebud tribe got $6 million, which it is earmarked for COVID relief but it will have to go through the tribal governments and it will be probably at least two months before anything happens in terms of what will happen. And the thing is, is that money isn't earmarked for IHS. That is a federal program that actually has been getting paid through this COVID response and yet continues to not provide their own nurses and doctors with PPE. So that is one of the things that we do. Face shields, masks, a Tyvek suit, gowns when we can get a hold of them, gloves. Can you imagine doctors? It's like, they can't get a hold of the N95 mask. Some of these people are using them for a month, a month, because they're, I don't even understand that. I don't know why they haven't provided it, but we're not going to stand around and say, why aren't they doing it? They should be doing it. We're like, fine, we'll do it. And we do.
0: So Joe, What do you think has been most absent so far from the coverage of how this disease has affected Native Americans? What should more people be hearing about?
2: That even though Navajo was the first one, and they have the largest population, and uh, so yes, they're uh, they're getting hit really hard, but those same numbers are applying to a lot of other reservations. We have Yakima and Spokane, It's on Rosebud right now. Last week, they went from three cases to 13 in a week. So we're going to start seeing this Cheyenne River in New Mexico. The Zunis, which are right next door, very small tribes. So if they lost 300 people, they'd lose 10% of their tribe, with the elders being the most likely ones to die from it. And our elders are everything to us. They are our past. They know what happened. They are the holders of knowledge. They are the holders of wisdom. And when they die, not only do we lose our culture and what happened, we lose our future. Because then we have no one to listen to and no one to guide us on where we're supposed to go. We lose a part of who we
0: actually are. Joe. So- Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for telling us about Protect Native Elders. And honestly, just be safe out there.
2: Thank you. And we'd like to encourage people to donate to whatever organization that they feel is doing good in their community. And if that's Protect Native Elders, that's great. If it's another one, please reach out and do something because people are dying.
0: Joe, thank you so much.
2: Thank you for having me. It's time for The List because if you know BuzzFeed at all, you
1: know how much we love lists. And today we're looking at five graduation songs that need to make a comeback.
0: This weekend, high school graduates around the country tuned into YouTube and Facebook for virtual commencements. With that in mind, here's a few songs that were used back when we were graduating that need to make a comeback.
1: Number one, Hero by Mariah Carey. It's road when you face the world when we're just out
0: of for you to hold. Oh, 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 oh. Number two, We Are Young by Fun. So let's set the world on fire. We can come brighter the sun.
1: Number three, Goodbye to You by Michelle Branch.
0: riddance aka time of your life by green day
1: it's something unpredictable but in the end is right i hope you had the time
2: of your life
1: and of course number five graduation by vitamin c Okay, graduation by vitamin C is such a good song. I love it all the time. It's immediately nostalgic. I have a very embarrassing memory of me graduating fifth grade, I think, and being so overcome by this song that I was like, you know, arms around your friends, just like singing it. I'm like, we were what, 12?
0: Fifth grade, (laughs) 11, 12, something like that. And I can match you on that because Hero by Mariah Carey uh, was actually, I think, the graduation song that we sung in like sixth grade, graduated from elementary school. And I went back and re-listened to it for the first time in years. And I got surprisingly chills because Mariah goes on that song. Youth, today, you need to be listening <laughs> to this old school Mariah, is what I'm telling you right okay. now.
1: Okay, also, this is a tangent, but it's something that I'm always confused by. Like, I graduated elementary school in fifth grade, you graduated in sixth grade. Who decided that throughout the country when people are graduating elementary school? No that rules. one doesn't make sense to me. No rules.
0: Absolutely no rules. Some kids, is fifth grade. It depends on middle schools. Middle schools are some are seven, eight, only some are six, seven, eight. Do you know
1: when you know it's time to graduate elementary school? When? It's when they hand you a recorder. Uh, (laughs) That's when you know it's time to move on. (laughs)
0: We're done here. Uh, I I can't argue with that one at all.
1: Gen Z, if you're listening, what song was your class banger that sums up all the feelings you're having? Open your phone's voice memo app and let us know.
0: You can send that recording to newsoclock at buzzfeed.com or you can just write to us at the same address. Email us or DM us via Twitter. We're at newsoclock there too
1: all right we have time for one more thing and today that's the unlikely pairing of snoop Dogg and disney's frozen
0: two great tastes that taste great together
1: apparently okay last week snoop posted this video on his instagram showing him alone in his car just taking a fucking break
2: i had to come sit in my car and listen to this shit man let it go I'm just sitting in my car listening to let it go.
0: So fucking relatable, Snoop. Just uh, So relatable. He's vibing so hard in a way that ha- to, no one has vibed this hard to let it go since 2014.
1: And I just love that he's just like chilling in his parked car. Like, that's the best part. I do that all the time. Favorite activity.
0: Just sitting in your parked car, blaring, <laughs> and let it go. Just crank that knob all the way to the right. Uh, and the way that he just looks at the camera and just like connects with you, you feel that he is at his peak relaxed right now whatever strain he's been hitting has been hitting him right good for you snoop (laughs) let it all go well idina menzel star of stage and screen and the voice of elsa in the frozen franchise also appreciated snoop's love she responded on twitter with her own in car listening session
1: Drop it, it like, like it's hard. Drop it like it's hard. We're all going to get out
0: of this thing. Like you said, Snoop, drop it like it's hard. It 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 drop it like it's hard. I always thought it was drop like it like it's hard,
2: but it's drop it like it's hard. my own cars and wear my own clothes. I hang out tough. I'm a real boss.
1: My God, I love this. Well, I love Adina so much, but also I kind of wish that she was singing along to it. I enjoy her listening to it, but I want her to sing and I want Snoop to sing with her and I want them to be a duo. Right? Sorry.
0: Martha Stewart, step aside. He has a new white lady best friend, and her name is Adele Nazim. That's a throwback reference for people who don't remember John Travolta. Fucked up her name. Anyway, I also enjoy that the fact that Idina I can't tell I I just assume she's in a minivan. She has a very soccer mom vibe to her as she's sitting there listening to Drop It Like It's Hot, which apparently she thought it was Drop It Like It's Hard, which makes for some reason just way less sense than Drop It Like It's Hot. I have no idea what it would infer if you're dropping it like it's hard on the dance floor. I don't want to picture it.
1: You know what? Yeah, I don't want to picture that either, but I also love that we're finally given a new like misheard lyric because I think like we've just heard like, you know, like the Tony Danza one a thousand times by now. So it's nice to have a new one in 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 the system, you know, (laughs) either way, Disney, you know what to do. Let Snoop do the remix to let it go. Let the profits roll in.
0: That's it for today. Join us tomorrow when Patrick Hines, host of the podcast True Crime Obsessed, will be here to talk about why people are so into crimes. And also, that one time he saw a ghost while social distancing, the New York Times even wrote about it.
1: And remember, new graduates, just because you've graduated doesn't mean you've got to have everything figured out right away. There are years and years and years and years of debilitating confusion and angst waiting
0: for you. Be sure to subscribe to News O'Clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And
1: please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. Also, tell your friends about the show. Then set your alarm so you never miss an episode of News O'Clock.
0: They say, if you love something, to set it free. If it doesn't come back, it was never yours to begin with. Here at LifeLock, we have to say, What a load of bull hockey! All those nights working overtime, saving up all that money, paying off all that debt, and now some identity thief wants to try and set it free? That's crazy talk! The truth is, it can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. But with LifeLock by Norton... It's easy to help protect yourself. We help monitor your info and alert you to potential identity threats. If you become a victim, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year at lifelock.com aware. That's lifelock.com aware for 25% off. Lifelock. Identity theft protection starts here.
2: Conquer your New Year's resolutions with the Before Breakfast podcast. In each bite-sized daily episode, you'll learn how to make the most of your time with practical tools to help you feel less busy and get more done. Listen to Before Breakfast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: You actually don't.